Aaron's Radio Show. Very nice, very music, very cool. I like it. Coming to you almost live from Berkeley, California. It's Aaron's Radio Show, the podcast. With your host, Aaron Gobbler. Thanks, Jake. And welcome, everybody, to episode 24. You're listening to the podcast version of My Three Songs, a show where my guest provides three selections, and we talk about why those songs are meaningful to them. The podcast version features full interviews, but includes no licensed music. To enjoy the original version with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream every episode. If you wish to be a guest on the show, please complete the short survey on the My Three Songs page on our website. Now here's the show. Welcome to My Three Songs, where I play three special songs chosen by my guest, and we talk about why they chose each song. Today my guest is Beth Sheeran, a business colleague of mine from the late 90s when I was still in the Philadelphia area. We've both been on Facebook for years and years, but we have not actually spoken since 1999 when we worked for the Vanguard Group. I'm really looking forward to catching up with Beth and talking about her selection of songs. How are you today, Beth? Hey, Aaron. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Great. This is so fun to reconnect with you. I really have not kept in touch, except through Facebook in some cases, with our colleagues from the Vanguard days. And you are certainly out of that group, the one who is the most communicative on Facebook. <laughs> I've really enjoyed following your life over there on the East Coast, because I, I left the East Coast for California right as I finished uh, working for Vanguard. And uh, it's fun following your family on Facebook. And I know you've been following me too for that time. Definitely. It's been really fun. It's fun seeing you with your kids and your wife. And, and that all started after we worked together. You left a few months before I had Kaylee, my oldest, who's 22 now. So... It was just okay. a few months, and then our lives started, and we've been watching each other on Facebook, not ever since, yeah. but it's really neat to catch up and reconnect. And, and as we were talking earlier, before we started recording, uh, Facebook really does work as kind of an, an adhesive or a, a connection for all that for all those years in between, you know? That, Definitely. Uh, and if yeah. we didn't have that, I would have wanted to talk to you for about two hours before we started recording. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> so I could find out, yeah. how are you doing? How are the kids? How's Berkeley? Yeah. <laughs> it does make it that much easier to connect and actually say it's really cool to be talking to you and actually have a fluid conversation instead of something like stilted over Facebook. Yeah. I, I'm still going to try to like your yeah. comments, though, when we're doing this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this is really fun. I'm so glad that you're doing this. I'm so glad that this is your hobby now and um, that you're doing something that you enjoy and um, that involves other people that you can connect with. It's it's fun. It's fun to be a part of it. Great. So thank you for including Great. me. Yes. And thank you so much for being a guest. It's completely optional for people to be guests. And I, from my heart, with much humility, appreciate everybody who appears on the show because I feel like we're working kind of as a team, as a group to try to uh, foster my success in this endeavor. So I, yeah. I certainly appreciate that. I'm happy to help. Great. Well, thank you. Before we get started, can you tell me something about how music fits into your life? Like, is it a key part of your normal day? Uh, or do you just find that it's in the background? So I was thinking about this before we got on, and I realized that it's like a huge part of it is part of my life. It is my life. It's been part of my life since I grew up. I was thinking about when I was little, my, my parents were in the church choir and we would have the house filled with the whole choir coming over to sing and we had a piano. And so the whole house was filled with music and our best friends were in the theater. So we always had music around. It was just part of our life and it is now. And my husband is, he's crazy about music. 
we've raised our daughters to uh, around that. And my one daughter just took a road trip out to Ohio right now. She's on her first road trip um, to see a concert. Yeah, so it's definitely a huge part of our lives and we listen to it all the time. And I was just telling my mom that when I leave, Dave turns the music up really loud. So he likes when I leave because then he can blast <laughs> it. Because <laughs> it hurts my head now that I'm older, <laughs> if it's really loud. Right. Do you share the same music tastes? We do. Or does he wait Does he wait till you, till you leave so he can use the volume louder? Or <laughs> is it because he wants to play like, you know, death metal or something? Or No, we, that's probably one of the things that we were, that, um, that drew us to each other is that we do definitely share the same music taste. There are some okay. things that he likes to play. There's this like German band that is, I can't listen to a lot of really hard guitar anymore. I, for some uh -huh. reason okay. I can listen to the eighties guitar, like, um, ACDC or rat or Def Leppard. I can still listen to that, but the newer stuff, it hurts my head. And I don't know why that is. It must be like a 50 something about being in your fifties. <laughs> But um, yeah, we definitely have the same music tastes and we go to a lot of live shows together and he's, he's introduced me to a lot of types of music that I probably wouldn't have listened to if it wasn't for him. Nice. So. Do you think he'd be interested in being on the show? Oh my gosh. So much. So I can't even tell you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking so, about that yeah. and I didn't even tell him. He asked, I told him what we were doing. And I, he was like, oh, wait, I, want, I was going to tell the girls, guess what? You, remember, you know, my friend Aaron that I worked with at Vanguard asked me to be on a radio show. And he's like, wait, wait, I have to go out of the room, but I want to hear more about this. You know, he was all excited. Oh, about right. it. Okay. And then he asked me what songs I think we never got around to it. And I haven't told him because I just wanted to be a surprise, like what songs that I picked. But he okay. is okay. such a music lover that he, yeah, he would just love it. Awesome. You can interview them for like three hours about music. I find that every guest that I've uh, that I've had is passionate about music, and and that may have driven them to want to do this exercise of of finding the three songs. Yeah. And anytime something's a passion, you don't have to work at conveying the passion. People just hear it, <laughs> in, in how you talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I guess you chose your guests well. You, you know how to pick people who are passionate about music, right? Yeah, I've got about four or five people already who are interested. I just got to figure out what you know what days to to interview them. So yeah. it's, it's exciting. It's very exciting. Well, I'll definitely connect you with Dave because he'll, okay. he'll be happy to do it. Awesome. Well, I don't awesome. want to speak for him, but. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll add him to my list. I'll light some incense and, and it puts some vibration out to the universe for him to to uh, to sign up without making him realize that I'm I'm doing that. <laughs> That's so funny. So Beth, the songs you chose were Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Wonderful World by Israel Kamakavi Vole from 1990, My Sisters and Brothers by the Jerry Garcia Band from 1990 also, and You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones from 1969. So I'm eager for us both to listen to these songs, and I'm interested in knowing why each of them is meaningful to you. So first, let's take a listen to Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Wonderful World by Israel Kamakavi Ole. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Beth, this is such a beautiful song, and I loved it the first time I heard it, and I can sort of play it on my ukulele. Well, why did you choose to include this song on your list? Uh, so I, while I was playing, I got up and got a tissue because I was like waiting for the tears to come. But okay. 
I listen to the, I hear this song. It comes up on my Pandora all the time. And um, for some reason, just talking about it today, just, well, so I think one of the reasons I was thinking about when you asked me to do this, I was thinking about, you know, why does, why do we pick certain songs? And it's because, and why do we love music so much? And for me, it's because it brings up certain feelings, like different songs. It can change your mood. It can, you know, music can completely change your mood. If you're in a horrible mood and you hear a great song, it like lifts your spirits. You know, if you hear a song from like, that's why we love listening to songs from the 80s you and I were just talking about, because it brings us back to that time when we were just young and had a great time and all that. So it's such a mood changer. And this song for me, we, um, my Nana was 96 when she, um, on my, on my younger daughter, Emily's second birthday, she passed mm -hmm. away. So that was 2005, I think. There were so many things that happened when she passed that were just amazing. Like, and I went to change the TV channel and it changed before I could change it. Okay. And I knew right then that she died. And the um, two weeks before or between when she passed and when we had her service, there were all these things that happened in the house that freaked me out to the point where I was like, Nana, stop it. <laughs> like the kids toys would go off when I would... You know, like, but there were so many things. And so I knew that she was around me all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think she was trying to tell me, you know, I'm always with you. I'm, I'm still here. I'm always with you. She was just the funniest person on the planet. She was hysterical. And she had the gentlest touch. And whenever you'd hang up with her, she would say, and I love you. And so just this song, I wrote a poem at, to, um, to read at her funeral. And, um, and then we played this song at her funeral. And um, the weird thing that ever since then, it always comes on whenever I'm having a bad day or whenever we talk about her. Just this weekend, my dad was telling us a story about when he was born. Um, and it came right on. Uh -huh, <laughs> and uh -huh. my mom was like, why is oh my gosh. I was like, mom, it's Nana. She does it all the time. Like my girls know whenever we talk about her or something, this song comes on. It's just like her way of saying, I'm still here. And when I listen to it, I, you know, like I was saying, you have, it brings up feelings, you know, and I just feel her love every time I listen to it. Like it's just overwhelming. It's just, it makes me all warm and fuzzy inside and I can just hear her laugh. And um, so that's why this had to be number one. There was no doubt in my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, definitely. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful song too. It's amazing. Well, I've always connected music to certain events or, or certain music can bring back something very poignant to my mind. And I would think that that really is the way everybody is, but I think it's much more powerful for some people. Yeah. And for some, it could be uh, different smells. You yeah. know, if I smell a freshly waxed floor, I immediately think of a private school I went to for a few years and and <laughs> immediately takes me there. Exactly. But for, exactly. But for some people, it, that might be really, really powerful for them. Like They're just very sensitive to smells wherever they are. But um, to others, that it is just a song or part of a song or a style of a song that might bring them back very quickly to part of their life or some person in their life. Yeah. So, yeah. I love yeah. it. Love it. And then hopefully it's a blessing at some point because it could be a curse for some people, I guess, that that may also bring back something <laughs> bad. But maybe, 
it's true. Yeah. Our natural defense mechanisms in our brain are often to soften some of the tougher things over time. But your remark about how your Nana's spirit is somehow driving the playing of the song or or when you hear it or, or those kinds of things, I don't underestimate that or, or poo-poo that. On a previous episode, I was talking with my guest, we were playing a song. Her daughter, who was part of the story of that song, called on her FaceTime while we were doing the interview. And that was kind of yeah. coincidental or she felt some kind kind of vibration from this song and decided to call. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't yeah. write any of that off. I totally believe in all that. The next song in your list is My Sisters and Brothers by the Jerry Garcia band. So let's take a listen to that and we'll talk about it on the other side. Hello podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, Aaron'sRadio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Beth, I have to admit, I only know a handful of Grateful Dead songs, and I don't know any Jerry Garcia band songs, but now I can say I guess I do know one. This <laughs> tune has a real gospel feel to it, and I really like it. What made you include this song on your list? It is a good song, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Dave and I both really love Jerry Garcia and Grateful Dead songs. We have had so much fun with the Grateful Dead, the music, the people. This song, though, Dave actually chose this to be played at our wedding for our wedding party. Okay. I'm the youngest of four, and Dave's the youngest of five. So our wedding party was made up of mostly brothers and sisters and friends who were like brothers or sisters. Okay. And <laughs> this song doesn't come up. I don't hear it a lot but when you asked about the song you know me to choose three songs this one came up because just of the meaning behind it and how special like our brothers and sisters are to us Mm -hmm. Dave's family all lives within an hour Um, my family's scattered up and down the east coast but we're all close and you know everyone has their different personalities and everything isn't always perfect but as you get older people come and go out of your life but we always even if we don't see each other or talk all the time i've seen so many people that don't have big families and i'm just really blessed to have such a big family not just brothers and sisters but sisters-in-law and brothers-in-law who are always there for us and we're always there for them and i'm very blessed and i'm very fortunate to have some really great friends who are like sisters and and brothers. And plus, it's just a really great song. (laughs) (laughs) You had correctly noted that this is not a song that one would just like hear, say, in Trader Joe's or some other, or just in general. (laughs) Do you find yourself pulling it up on your music player? So I listen to Pandora mostly. Uh um, And it doesn't come up for some reason. And I wish it would more. And when you asked about it, I'm like, why does it not? I need to find another. I need to get on Spotify or something where I can choose songs. So um, I don't listen to it as much as I would like to. We have stacks and stacks of CDs in the basement that we don't listen to anymore because we got rid of our disc player. Uh Okay. (laughs) But um, no, I should listen to it more for sure. When you decided to add this to your list, it was because of its poignancy about all your brothers and your sisters and the meaning it had at your wedding. Yeah. yeah. And and the meaning that it has just in life, you know? Yeah. And the fact that it was a Jerry Garcia song, right. that meaning too, because it's just it's just a fun song. Yeah. And it's only about five minutes. So that's remarkable <laughs> in itself. And that's really short for one of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, so actually, that's a good segue to uh, the last song on your list, which is uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. And it has a, certainly a gospel feel to it as well. Uh, I could not find the radio edit 
which is only about four minutes, I'm going to grace this program with the full seven-minute version of the song, which is the one that you would normally hear on, say, like album-oriented rock stations. So let's sit back in a comfortable chair and uh, absorb the magic of You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Beth, when I was younger, I didn't appreciate the true artistry of the Stones, and I'm, I'm really glad I got a chance to see them in concert in Philadelphia about 20 years ago. They have so many memorable hits. What inspired you to include this song in your list? You know, it's so funny that while I was listening to this song, I was thinking about the fact that all the songs that I've picked are about the people that they remind me of. And I mean, this song is just so much fun to begin with, but I couldn't not play this song because my husband and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law have very good friends who started a music festival 30 years ago. We just had the 30-year anniversary. It's called Summer Solstice. They have it every year in uh, June, right around the summer solstice. They started in their backyard. I think I started going to it maybe the fourth or fifth solstice is when I met Dave and it grew. They started having it at this Brandywine Red Clay Alliance, which is like a big preserve on this beautiful property out here in Chester County. It's like one of our favorite places to go and it has a big amphitheater and a hill and we've had it there almost every year, not every year, but it's our favorite day of the year. And I realize I should be talking more about the song maybe, but the song for me just brings back memories of solstice every year. And Solstice, for everyone who's gone, it's just grown and grown. It started with this group of friends who all went to Shippensburg University, and then they invited friends, and then they invited more. And over the 30 years, it's, I think maybe it got up to a thousand people. I don't know, like eight hours or so, two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon until 10 o'clock at night. Jerry and Kim run this every year for 30 years, and they have maybe five bands, and we just go show up and dance all day. It's Dave's absolute favorite day of the year. Like, if someone was getting married or had a funeral, he'd be like, sorry, I have to go to Solstice, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the reason that this song is so important is that every year the Coleman's get up and sing this song, like all of them get up. So when I was listening to it, I'm just thinking, like, this is such a great song to get up and sing to and, you know, with a mic and at a party or something. And the Stones are just so amazing Uh and they have such great music. And this song, just every time I hear of it, I think of Summer Solstice and how many, how much fun we've had, even my brother-in-law and sister-in-law named their dog Solstice after the Solstice Festival. Like my girls grew up like sleeping on the hill, you know, (laughs) during the festival. And it's just part of our family. Um, It's just a really, really cool thing to go to. And every year we see the same people. Maybe we didn't see them all year and we see them at Solstice year after year and just have so much fun into the night when it gets dark out and everyone's down dancing to the music. And the great thing is that they've raised so much money for different causes like cystic fibrosis. I mean, it just shows you like how music can bring people together so much and you can do so many things with it. You can have so much fun with it. And this song to me is just about fun and friends and great memories and traditions, uh-huh. you know. And when you asked me to to do this, I'm like, I can't, there's no way I can get on and talk about music without talking about Solstice because it's been such a great part of our lives. Our, mm-hmm. My friends sometimes will even just come to Solstice just to watch Dave because he smiles all day and he dances all day. He just like flies around from one person to the other and dances and has a blast. And, you know, we just have so much fun. It's like our 
it's like it removes you from the world for a day, you know. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking about uh, communal experiences. It's one thing, say, if you're in an audience watching a theater production or something, but when you're in an audience listening to music, it's one continual flow, and it could go one song into the next. It's a very spiritual yeah. thing because everybody's taking in this information and the, the sounds and the feeling and the emotion at the same time, and certainly it, it, people respond to that differently, but you're, you're all having to respond uh, at that time. And what you said about... Uh, Dave and everybody, you know, um, people really noticing his uh, whole demeanor and how he responds. Uh, one person's response to music can then be infectious to others, too. How would you compare the size of this event to, say, like Woodstock? That's so funny because I was going to say it's like our mini Woodstock. It, <laughs> so it's how many a very, people are we it's a very about? mini version. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it feels like a Woodstock that we get to have with you know, closest, close friends uh, every year, you know? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's just like that. And if you talk to someone who went to Woodstock, you know, I can't imagine anyone had a bad time. You must look forward to this then every year. It's like something that makes the year complete. Yes. And COVID, it sucked when we couldn't have it in COVID. <laughs> so there was the one year that we didn't have it and that was because of COVID, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but no, it's mm-hmm. been really great. Yeah. So yeah. really good memories. So, and thank you for, um, for yeah. letting me, I know that this is about music and I know everyone's stories are different, um, based on, I feel like I could do a whole other show just on like the actual songs and like what, you know, just, uh, just the actual song and how great the music is. Cause I don't always listen to uh-huh. these songs, although somewhere over the rainbow comes up a lot. Um, there's so many other songs uh-huh. that I listen to probably even more than these, but these three I mean, I had a list of five. I could, I could have made a huge list, but these three songs uh-huh. have the most meaning, you know, to me. Plus, you're such a great host, and you've made it really fun, and it's been really fun to catch up with you. Thank you. And I want to put a disclaimer in here that I don't bribe or extort my guests <laughs> to say nice things about me or the show. So it's all purely... Um, all of the compliments are authentic. strictly yeah. authentic. Oh, okay. oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I do want to thank you again, Beth. It was a lot of fun catching up with you and and just talking about these songs. It was so much fun, Aaron. I really appreciate it. Good, good. Thanks for doing something different and um and keeping a lot of fun out there. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I I appreciate those thoughts. And I want to say to my listeners, if you want to be part of the show, start by going to our website, aaronsradio.show, and clicking on the My Three Songs button on the homepage. You can also sign up for our mailing list so you'll know immediately when a new episode is available. Until next time, keep your ears and mind open and let more music into your world. You're listening to Aaron's Radio Show.